0: of the covenant partners that are here the ones that are here the ones that are on the way and the ones that maybe could not have made it I want to say good morning to the SoundCloud listeners this morning thank God we're just in celebration of our spiritual new year and it is definitely new amen and so we're just here giving glory to god next time soundcloud listeners you ought to come on down and be a part of the service come into the service on 411 south broad street where the word of the lord is going on amen 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 amen. this morning we have a declaration that we want to um, share with you so while you're still seated um I need two ushers, just two, just two. Amen. 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 All right. Now, these are two different ones. So if one take this one, you're gonna have to do the whole whatever. You take this and I do the whole <laughs> All right. These um declarations prepare us for what's coming up next, which is Yom kippur and um they also are part of the light of who we are amen um our new um spiritual new year began friday at five o'clock and we're in it and the next 10 days is to be the preparation for yom kippur but for us that has already begun, amen? So what you're going to get is you're going to get a declaration for pleading the blood of Jesus Christ, and you're going to get a declaration of the believer's confession, amen? Something that the Lord had given to me some time back, but he told me it was okay now to bring that, you know, to the people, Amen. So that's what you're going to get, and that's what we're going we're gonna to stand up this morning, and we're going to put that in our atmosphere, and we will explain um, about, we're going to talk just a little, just a little about Yom Kippur, Kippur. amen? Just a little, because we already have our Lamb of God. He's already been slain for us. The blood has already been shed for us, amen? Amen. amen. But it's okay to do a spiritual renewal. We need to do that. Amen. When the new year come in, we need to renew our uh, spirits with the Lord. And I gave you a sheet on last Sunday, uh, a prayer to how to begin the new year. Amen. Amen. And like I said, we'll probably use it again at the end of uh, the natural new year. Amen. Now, all adults and all young adults can get one of those. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we gave you the keys to successful living end of the year prayer. Yeah, amen. So we should have already done that. We're not even gonna go back over that, amen. Now that morning prayer is just what it is. It's for the morning time where you plead the blood of Jesus Christ over your lives before you go out, and then there's the evening prayer before you go to bed at night, amen. What I do is I keep all my declarations right on the nightstand. So when the day is over, everything is over, and I'm getting ready to sit down in that room, I get in my chair, I pick up my declarations, and I open it up. And the first thing I do is I repent, and then I start reading them off before the Lord in my atmosphere. That's exactly what I do. And I tell you, I sleep better. I, I, I feel better. Amen? I have a very peaceful, restful night where I'm ready when I get up the next morning and I'm refreshed. Amen? Amen? Yeah, I want all husbands and wives to get one. I don't, don't copy. Everybody, it should be enough for everybody to have their own. Young adults need to have their own. Amen? Amen. They need to have their own. And then whatever's left, I will uh, take it back with me. Amen. Make sure everybody has one. Amen. Amen. I tell you something else too, it puts that devil out in his place. I'm, I see, I, be, I sense the once it's done, once I've read them, and I mean, I've got them. I'm telling you, it isn't it just two. I have kept every declaration, and when the need arises, God tells me how to set them in order, and I go through them. I'll even call out the number. I'll say, Lord, I thank you for Joel 2-something, da-da-da-da, and then I'll read it in the atmosphere, and I'll read it in the atmosphere. Because guess what? That You're putting God in your atmosphere. Amen. You're putting God in your atmosphere. What he's allowing me to do is just put some things together, not that you can't read the Bible yourself, but just put some th- things together to help you where you can hurry up and get to it. Where well, you can categorize it and get to it immediately, amen? You don't have to keep searching for it. And guess what? Everything that we have, it came straight from the word of God, and most of it is total scripture because we don't play. The word is God, amen? amen? Not some fairy tale, not something made up. Just remember, from now on until eternity, it's the word. Amen. It's the word of God, amen? Yeah. Amen, amen. The word, you can't beat it. You can't beat it, i tell you. It'll beat that devil up. Put him in his place. Uh Uh-huh. And I mean immediately. You don't have to wrestle. You you ain't got to, oh, Lord, please. Uh Uh-uh. Just read the word. Just read it. Just sit up in that chair. Sit up in that bed when the day is over. And just read it out loud. I don't mean read it to yourself or or mentally go over it. Open your mouth and read it. That's your house, Right? All right then. Put the word in put the word in the house. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Now I want you to muster up some strength and stand to your feet. Because the first thing we're gonna do is plead the blood. Amen. Amen. We're gonna put the blood in the atmosphere. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to do the morning prayer called pleading the blood of Jesus Christ. Just repeat after me. Father, I come in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I come in the name of Jesus Christ. To plead his blood, to plead his blood on my life, on my life and, all and, that to me. and all that belongs to me. And on all, and on all which, you which you have made me a steward. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ, the of Jesus Christ. on the portals of my mind. my body, body, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit, Spirit. my emotions, emotions, and my will. will. I believe that I am protected protected. by the blood of the Lamb, Lamb, which gives me access to the holies of holy. holy. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ on my children, on my grandchildren, grandchildren, on on their children, And their children and and on all those those whom you have given me in this life. life. Lord you have said that the life of the flesh is in the blood. blood. Thank you for this blood blood. that has cleansed me and my family family from sin sin. and sealed sealed. the the new covenant of which I am a partaker In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank God for the blood. Okay, the next one we're going to do is the believer's confession. Amen. Amen. Just repeat after me. In In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I confess that I am no longer. a stranger or a foreigner, foreigner. that I am no longer called called the uncircumcised uncircumcised or called a Gentile, Gentile. but But a fellow citizen citizen with the saints saints and of the household of God. God. I am no longer without Christ, Christ. nor am I an alien alien from the the commonwealth, of the nation of Israel, the seed of Abraham, nor a stranger from the covenants of your promises. I now have a hope and a blessed future in this life and the life to come. I declare that because I have chosen life and blessings through your redeeming power, I now have have the inheritance inheritance that you have chosen for me and my children. children. Your word says says that because I belong to you, Lord, I I am also also the seed seed of Abraham Abraham and an heir heir according to your promise. promise. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I have been given life and I have it in abundance, abundance. Amen. amen, amen, amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Amen, we're just gonna go over a few little things. Like I said, we're not gonna tarry long on this, amen. So Rosh Hashanah And Yom Kippur began in the fall of the year, usually September or October. Rosh Hashanah began Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock, and it ends today. Now, the new spiritual year doesn't end. It's just that that timing. It has happened. It has come. It has entered in. Amen? Amen? All right. So, Yom Kippur is Hebrew for the Day of Atonement, okay? It is the most solemn of Jewish holidays because during temple worship, thank you, it was the day the high priest went into the Holy of Holies to offer a sacrifice that would forgive the sins of the nation for another year. Okay, now we understand that Jesus Christ has already died for us and shed his blood yeah. so what we do during these 10 days is we remember and we rejoice on the fact that jesus Jesus christ's blood is already shed for us he he is our lamb of god Amen. i don't know why i have the hiccups okay all right now this is what i wanted to show you jesus christ a light to the Jews and Gentiles. Go to Isaiah 49 for me, please. Okay. Isaiah 49. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody look at your neighbor. Said knowledge, knowledge is, power. is power. So I came this morning, came this morning to, receive to receive power for me, for me and, my household. and my household. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Isaiah 49, amen. and I want to read verses 6 through 8. Amen. All right, when you get it, church, say amen. amen. All right, and he said, it "Is a light thing that thou shouldest be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the preserved of Israel i will also give thee for a light to the gentiles that thou mayest be my salvation unto the ends of the earth thus saith the lord the redeemer of israel and his holy one to him whom man despise it, to him whom the nations abhor it, to a servant of rulers kings shall see and arise princes shall worship because of the Lord that is faithful and the Holy One of Israel and he shall choose thee. Thus saith the Lord, in an acceptable time have I heard thee and in a day of salvation have I helped thee and I will preserve thee and give thee for a covenant of the people to establish the earth to cause to inherit the desolate heritages. Now notice what the Lord said. He said this light is going to be to the Gentiles, to all nations, that thou mayest be, look what he said, that thou mayest be my salvation unto the ends of the earth. Salvation implies safety, deliverance, healing, health and wholeness, prosperity, preservation. So the Lord says that thou mayest be my safety, my deliverance, my healing and health, my prosperity, my preservation, unto the ends of the earth, which meant it's going to be for all nations. Amen? Amen? So when we look at the table of nations, that means it was for the Hebrew nation, the Gentile nations. And we understand that those nations began in Genesis 10 and 1, verse 5 included. And we have the three sons of Noah. Noah. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem was over. Listen at this. The Hebrew nation, okay? They might have not all stuck to Abraham's laws, but they were still the he- Here we go. You got the Shem, the Semitic people, which included Jews, Arabs, Babylonians, Assyrians, Arameans. And Sipho Phoenician. Okay. Then you have Ham, Gentile nations, the Hermetic people, Ethiopians, Egyptians, Canaanites, Philistines, and Africans. Amen. Then you got Japheth, the Gentile nation, the Japhetic people, Greeks, Caucasian people of Europe, Northern Asia, Orientals, and the Medes. Okay. So, When the Lord said, my salvation is going to be to the ends of the world and for the whole entire world, he was talking about all of these nations. Every nation is supposed to be serving Jesus Christ. Not all this other stuff that man has come up with or woman has come up with. No, that is not in the Bible. From the beginning to the end, It's Jesus Christ. What did he say? I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending. Uh, He says, I am he that was and is and is to come. It's Jesus from Genesis to Revelation. Amen? Amen. So when you minister to people, I don't care who they are, where they came from. I don't care what their names are, whether they Jew or Gentile. Jesus is supposed to be their Messiah. And that's the only way they're going to be saved. Now, When the Lord said that he's going to cause them, listen at this, to inherit the desolate heritages, that's in Isaiah 49 and 8, okay, and then he told them, he says, I'm going to give you for a covenant, that's a promise or an agreement, he says, I'm going to make an agreement, I'm going to establish some things in the earth, it means to make firm, to settle, he says, I'm going to cause it to inherit the desolate heritages, okay, so what we have here it is taken from the condition of the land of Israel during the Babylonian captivity. It was in ruins, okay? The cities were all desolate. Such spiritually would be the condition of the nations when the Messiah would come. Think about that. The Lord says, I'm gonna cause you to inherit the desolate um, heritages. That which has been left desolate. Well, what was he talking about? He was talking about the spiritual condition of the nation. Somebody say, Spirit is spiritual. spiritual. Said, Before we can get anywhere naturally, we get anywhere. we're going to have to get our spirits in, in order. Spirits in so he says, Such spiritually would be the condition of the nations when the Messiah should come. The work of the Messiah would be like rebuilding. Dilapidated, dilapidated towns, restoring fertility to desolate fields, replanting vineyards and olive gardens. So that's how that's how when when you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's how we look on the inside. It's like an old worn down house. It's like a field that's not producing anything. It's just dead to the Lord. Amen. So when you're ministering to people, you better make sure, that you're letting them know, look, you got to accept Jesus Christ for your Lord and Savior. Amen. Uh, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. All right. I want to make sure I've gone over before I move on. Thank you, Jesus. And I, I don't know where we're going anyway because... There is no blessing. Thank you, Lord. There is no blessing without God. Amen? Amen. You get something, but there is no blessing without the Lord. All right, go to Psalms 47. Thank you, Lord. Psalms 47. Thank you, Jesus. And see, maybe now I can, put, I can put this in there. Maybe I can say this now. Do you see how God keeps saying, come up, come up? Amen. He says the blessings are coming down, but we got to come on up to receive them. Our minds got to come up. Do you see what, what we miss when our minds stay down in a low, fleshly area? Amen. Amen. We miss the bountiful blessings of the Lord. So we got we to gotta kick this flesh out of the way, Amen. We got to go ahead on and put this flesh in this place and tell it to stay there in Jesus' name. Amen? So that we don't miss anything that God is doing this year. See, we we get so caught up on the natural until we forget. Watch this. It is the spirit that brings about the natural. Okay, you want the blessings, but it's going to come spiritually first. Because it's going to take the spirit to unlock the natural. That's what it takes. If the power of God is not present to unlock those blessings, guess what? All we do is look at them, go around in a circle at them, scratch at the surface at them, but we never really get to them. Guess what? We are not to miss it because it's happening now. Okay, Psalms 47 and 4. And it says, he shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved, Selah. Is that in your Bible? Amen. So what is, what is the Psalmist saying? What is King David penning? He's saying that the Lord will choose our inheritance. He says, well, what is that inheritance, Lord? What did we gain when we got saved? What did we gain when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior? It was called an inheritance. It is called the excellency of Jacob. That's what it's called. Say, my inheritance, my inheritance has, a name. has a name. Say, it is called, it is called the excellency, the excellency of, Jacob. of Jacob. Okay? Go to Psalm 16, because this is going to go with Psalms 47. See, if you don't know what you're getting, how are you going to work it? I'm just asking, if you don't know what you got, how are you going to work it? Knowledge is power. Okay? And understanding with that knowledge. Psalm 16, verses 5. And it says, the Lord is the portion of mine inheritance. Ding, 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 ding. Did you get that? Did you see that? Psalms 47 and 4 says, he shall choose our our inheritance for us. Then he goes on to say that inheritance has a name. It is called the excellency of Jacob. Then in Psalms 16 and 5, it tells us what the inheritance is. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance. Woo! Jesus, don't you understand what we got? The Lord is a portion of my inheritance and of my cup. Thou maintainest my lot. The lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a what? A goodly heritage. A goodly heritage. Somebody say, the Lord, the Lord is, my is my inheritance. So that's who, he is. that's who he is. Okay, and see, that's why the Lord said, You can't be like Esau. Esau looked at his inheritance, and he says he was tired, he was worn down, and he said, oh, what good is this this inheritance to me? What good is this birthright? Well, honey, it was a world of good because God was in it. But he rather sold his birthright. He sold the one who could do everything for him don't you understand it's not something just to look upon with demise it's not something that you just look upon and say well what is this going to do for me god is everything god can do everything god is everything everything and i'm going to say this and i'm going to leave it alone because i will testify eventually But if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side this year, I would have been drifting without a sail. Yeah, Yeah, sometimes we go astray. Yep, sometimes we go astray. Sometimes we like the prodigal son, we get out here with the sinners. And then we get in trouble. But if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. (laughs) 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 does you get out here with these sinners and then they start doing some stuff to try to put the nail in the coffin to bury you. But thank God for salvation. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for all night prayer. Thank God for all night intercession. Thank God for his righteousness. I have heard others testimony. I'm a living, I mean, God has done a lot for me. But this year, he has allowed me into some deep stuff. And he's shown his mighty hand in some deep areas and it has just amazed me it has amazed me how god really do speak watch this watch this god be speaking the deliverance in january and nothing has happened i got to preach he be speaking the deliverance in january and ain't nothing happened and you wondering lord you you don't stop you don't question him but in your mind Thank you. Doug. You're wondering, oh, my God, what what wonderful word is this? What does this line up with, Lord? What is this? And then he come all the way down, all the way down. He go into eight months and then all hell break loose and you be like, oh, oh, oh and he knows that we're in these houses of clay he knows that we're in these houses of dirt and he understands that unless we keep on reading the word and reading the word and sitting up under the word and let the word illuminate us we could never understand God You're never going to understand God until you love the word of God, until you spend time in the word of God, until you make it your first priority, until you say, oh, my God, the weekend is here. I don't want to see nobody but Jesus. I'm going to fix this food. I'm going to make sure this house is clean. I'm going to see about my wife or my husband and the children. But after that, y'all got to go in the other room because it's Jesus time. Somebody say, we got to have some Jesus time. If we're going to walk in the power of Elijah and Elijah call those things which be not, we got to be living close enough to God to hear him when he says, Speak. See, when a prophet or a prophetess speak, or any of God's saints speak, it's not that you're just speaking, it's because you heard God say, Speak. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm telling you, parents, you need to live so close to God until you can hear God breathe. Because sometimes our children are going to get in some trouble. Sometimes they just got to go and see what this is all about. Huh? You can talk to them and talk to them and warn them and warn them, but sometimes they just got to, I got to see what this is all about. I'm grown. You don't know what you're talking about. But then when we need God, somebody better be living right. Somebody better be able to get a prayer through. I can't testify right now. But I want you to know God is a good God. And when the devil get ready to seal the coffin and bury you, God said, hold up, I got resurrection power for you. I say he'll call the dead back to life. He'll make the devil up. He'll, no, no, no. He'll make him out. He shows the devil up for all his lies. Shine. Shine for me, Anna. Shine. you, Shine. 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 Somebody better know how to get to God. Somebody better know how to pray. Yes, Lord. What did God tell me? He said, they think they God, Anna. They think they God. He said, but when it's all over, they going to know I'm God. And they're just flesh. <laughs> shine for me, shine for me. somebody. Better be living right for the marriage, for the children. Let me tell you, it's worth it. I'm all for the wrongdoers. God chasing it. I'm all for it. I'll stand back. That go for mine too. My cheering too. But when God come and say, "Yeah." This might have been wrong and that, but then they threw in some extra. They threw a whole lot of extra in because they was going to seal the deal in the death. But God said, not so, Anna. Get up, light your candles. Now, when I say light a candle, I don't mean a literal candle. He was talking about open your Bible. Get up, baby. It's time for you now to operate in that intercessory gift that I gave you. Everybody in here ought to be an intercessor. What does that mean? That means you stand in the gap between heaven and hell. That means you stand and you, you continue to pray over it and pray over it and pray over it until the anointing of God destroys it and breaks it and brings out the truth. You might not like me, but I know what I'm talking about. Now go for the men too. Somebody better be saved for real. I ain't talking about you talking the good talk. You better walk the walk, talk the talk. But you better be living something. And you better be growing in the Lord. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, yeah. He calling. And God don't just allow you to go through pressure for nothing. The Bible says when you go through pressure when he get ready to press you, the oil begins to flow. Yeah. The oil begins to flow. Because see, so you can't take my testimony from me. You can't take what I know that I know that I know from me. Come on, you might can take my shoes. You might can take the keys to my car. Come on, come on, come on. You might can take my... No, don't touch my pocketbook. <laughs> but Anyway. Now, anyway. You might take some joy, but you can't take what I know about God. Sitting up in there was laughing like a bunch of coyotes. (laughs) We got him now. We got him now. I just sat there and prayed, tears running down my face. Just sat there and prayed. Kept on praying, and I wasn't leaping all over chairs. I wasn't running around the little building. I just sat there. And pr- they didn't even know a prayer warrior was up amongst them. <laughs> Sometimes you got to know how to go in, be who you are, nobody else know, and get out. Yeah. Yeah, them all shout yeah. Somebody better live right Because you're going to need it one day I'm yeah. telling you really going to need it yeah. Yeah. Lord I ain't come here for this My brother-in-law had died I got to get out of here Because see I came We'll be about the inheritance My brother-in-law had died I didn't know he had died I was at the grocery store my mom called me. She said, "Anne, pray quick. Pray, pray. We need you to be praying. We praying. We need you to pray. I said, yes, ma'am. I st- she said, I still didn't know. She said, well, she said, this is all she said. She said, they're rushing him to the hospital. They're rushing him to the hospital. That was it. So I, I, I knew I had to get out the grocery store for me to go where I needed to go because I needed to talk to God. And, you know, okay, Decent and, 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 you know, okay. So I left everything there in the basket and everything. So I got in the car. did in no jest. That's all I knew. So I'm driving down the street, and I'm just praying. I'm praying for my brother-in-law. And I'm praying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what happened, but yeah, just let me finish. And I, and, I, and I prayed. So after a while, something came over me. The Holy Ghost came over me. And he said, ask me what to pray for. I said, okay. I said, Lord, house? how should I be praying for him? And the Lord told me, he said, call him back. I said, what? He said, call him back. I said, okay. I said, I said, I called him by his full name. I said, the Lord said, come back in Jesus' name. The Lord said, do it again. So I got louder. I called his full name. And I said, the Lord said, come back. It ain't time in Jesus' name. He said, do it one more time. Still didn't know what was going on. I did it louder. I'm driving. Down. I couldn't even see nobody on the side. I said, Lord, you better help me drive the car. Please help me drive. I ain't say better. I said, Please help me drive this car. I, I, I screamed it out again. And that was it. So I get home and I'm in the kitchen. And I'm, I left a message for my sister. And I told her, I said, Baby, I said, I'm praying along with you all. I said, Because mama called me, told me he was real sick. Y'all had to call the ambulance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I hung up the phone. So the, about an hour went by, my mama called back screaming. And then she tells me what happened. She said, he died in the ambulance. Now my mind doing this, I said, what, mama? She said, and he died in the ambulance. She said, they couldn't find no pulse. So then I began to tell her what God had, and mama went to screaming. She said, oh, my God. She said, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She said, and what? I said, yes, ma'am. I said I didn't know. I just did. I said it just came on me, God. I don't. What do I? What am I supposed to be praying? But here's the beauty of it. Yes, he did go on to glory. But this is what it was. God said the reason why I called him back is because your sister, not you, his wife, was not ready for him to go suddenly. She needed that time to be going to the hospital and talking to him and holding him. That she needed, because if he had, you know, he she didn't need us suddenly right then. She didn't need a suddenly right then. But this was the real kicker. Every time we would go to visit him in the state that he was in, when I walked up to the bed, he and started trying to get. And Michelle said, Ann, she said, look, but I knew what he was saying. I knew what he was saying. He was saying the Lord. You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? But one night I was praying, praying, praying. And I said, Lord, let him come back this way. And the Lord showed me some things. He told me, I haven't, I haven't even told my sister this because she's not ready yet. But the Lord told me, he says she's not going to be able to take care of him in the state he's going to be in. I said, okay. I said, all right. I think I kind of got it. I grasp it. But you know how you keep going. You know, you want to hold on to that life. So one night I was going too far. And the Holy Ghost stopped me. He said, stop. You going too far. Meaning I was getting over into an area that belonged to God. uh uh-uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. I love you, but that's enough. But he left him for that time so she could spend that time, go in and out to the hospital, be with him, hold him. Because God is a what? A wise God. Lord, I didn't come here. Grandbaby was born. My granddaughter pregnant. This was her first baby. And I got to go. I'm, Lord, okay? Who's going to save all this? She, this her first baby. So we was all happy. I know, I know the time she got pregnant. I know how she got pregnant. Because God was talking. She, when, they, when the word got out, she was pregnant. I just stood there and she said, Grandma, you already know, don't you? I didn't say no, I said, and I went on. But here's the kicker. We had the work day on August 26th. I get up in the morning minding my own business. That's normally how it starts, minding my own business. (laughs) I get in the car to come here. I'm just driving down the street, and the Holy Ghost whispers in my ear. He says, tell India. To wake up. I said, What? He said, Tell her it's time to wake up. So I was driving. I said, India? I said, The Lord say, Wake up. Well, I knew then what was going to happen. I said, Oh, Lord, I got to call her and tell her, Good, get your bag ready. Get your bag ready. So we finished the work day. I didn't come in here acting no different, did I? I ain't say nothing. I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, I said, oh, my God. So when I got in the car, got home, I tried to call her, but I couldn't get her on her phone. So at 2 o'clock, I called my mama, and I told her. She said, oh, Lord, we got to find her. We got to find her. So she, she, she responded from the call where I had called her on the phone. And she said, she said Grandma, she said, what's the matter? I said, baby, pack your bags. I said, make sure you got your baby bag ready, your hospital bag ready, everything in it. Get your number where you can call to get on to the hospital. I said, and I told her what had happened. 5.30, she calls me back. She said, "Grandma, I don't know what you did. I said, no. The Lord. <laughs> I said, no, the Lord did. She said, ever since you told me what the Lord told you to do this morning, she said, this baby been kicking and Punching and jumping and hitting me. And from 5 o'clock until 12, she was going back and forth to the bathroom. Oh, she couldn't rest. She couldn't. She couldn't. She couldn't. Oh, she said the baby looked like she was going to punch it through her bed and come on out through the bed. So she gets in the car. They head to the hospital. Indy is so feisty, she was born in the car. I've only had one miracle baby that did that, and that was Courtney Carmichael. This is the second miracle baby. No anesthesia, no stitches, no pelvis bone waiting for the doctor to tell you so she was born in the car. When they pulled up to the hospital, they had everything, the beds and everything was out there waiting. They took her and the baby and took them in. I just sat down. I said, Lord, what you doing to me? What is, what is you showing me? I said, what is you doing? He said, I'm letting you taste miracles. Cause this is where we going. I said, okay, 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 okay. Nothing's wrong with her. She got 10 toes, 10 fingers. She cries. She miracle baby. The only other baby that I know that was born through a miracle, was Courtney. Wasn't no doctor there. Nobody but me, the Holy Spirit. My mother had come to Atlanta. And I'll never forget, the Holy Ghost instructed me. See, the thing, the difference was I could hear, because he told me, because I felt like I said, I got to go, I got to go. Oh, I said, Lord, I got to go to the ladies' room. Lord, He said, before you go in there, get a towel. I said, okay. He said, get you a towel. And then he told me how to hold it. And I did one, she slid in the towel. Here's the miracle with the with the with the India baby. This was this child's first baby. She up running around in the house, skipping. Mama said, Good, don't you need to go lay down? Damn, I feel fine, Grandma. I feel fine. Let me tell you something. Oh, it's so many more things I could say, but I'm going to stop there. But let me tell y'all something. Somebody with this, well, really both of you, husband, wives, men, females, you need to get saved. And I don't, I'm not talking about lip service. I'm not talking about lip service. I'm talking about getting saved and doing some growing. I'm talking about getting saved and putting your pride away, men. I'm under a woman. Pre- so what? I have the Holy Ghost. The He, the He in me, is trying to teach you. The He in me is preaching the word to you. God wants us to come up. He wants us to be a people that walk in power. Oh, I felt that. Well, you see, unless you believe in the power, it can't help you. I don't care who you are. I felt you. But why it didn't do? If you don't believe. If all you're going to do is fight against it. If all you're going to do is talk about it. Put your foot on it. It can't help you. You need to get saved. And I mean saved for real. You need to have some Jesus time for real. Because God is real. And he wants to help you. He wants to help us. He wants to bless us, heal us. Yes, he do. All these blessings, these bountiful blessings are there for us. But we have to come up. Come up means get out of your flesh. Come from where you are. In your mind and heart. Let faith arise of really who God is. He's a God of power. And all power in heaven and earth belongs to God. shining. Keep shining, Anna. Keep on shining. Keep shining. Keep shining. Keep shining. God is real. I said, God is real. He wants to be real in our lives. He wants all of the fruits of the Spirit operating in our life love, joy, peace, meekness, gentleness, temperance, long suffering. Come on, Him. He wants all of the fruits operating in us. Why? Because all of God is in us. You didn't get a half God. You got all of God. But you have to submit yourself to the Lord. You have to yield yourself to the Lord and let the nine fruits of the Spirit work. He wants all the nine gifts working in you word of wisdom, word of knowledge, faith, miracles, interpretation of tongues. Tongues, come on, faith, come on, laying on on hands, casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ. See, what the devil trying to do is to breed a whole nother generation that don't believe it. Yeah. Not only a generation, but even you got preachers, ministers, saints that don't believe in the power no more. They don't believe it. For me, Anna, shine for me. It's me, God said, Oh, yeah, it's me. It's me. See, it's gonna take a responsible person to walk in power. What is power? Let me break it down for you. Yes, we run around the church, yes, we praise God, but that ain't uh uh-uh. uh. Power is rights, privileges, uh, uh-huh, authority, and miracles in the Lord. Were you able to take authority over that demonic force that's trying to take you out? Were you able to lay out before God in a clean, in his righteousness, his cleanliness, and pray and hold back what hell want to do? Somebody need to live right. I never forget, I was going to this place, getting my hair done. And it, I get, and it was this homosexual in there. I didn't have nothing against him. Just okay. I'm minding my own business. I just came to get my hair done. But that spirit followed me home. So I'm like, Lord, what do they want? Do they want to be delivered? Or is this a fight? What, what, we, what we got going on here? So I started praying. And I kept on praying. And I kept on praying. And the Lord said what I'm doing is. I'm I'm after him. I want him to change. I want to save him. So I kept praying. Didn't run me away. I went back the next time I got my hair done. One time he even got in my hair. I said okay God. You got this. I kept on praying. But the verdict was. He didn't want it. You say, how you know? Because his spirit said, I don't want it. Let me tell you how the story ended. Some time went by. Found out he got sick. Well, he got sick. His mom got sick. He lost his business. I know what I'm talking about because they're no longer there. Matter of fact, I just went back. Not for that. I went back because I needed to go back for something to get my, you know, nice little place. And that's when the talk was, and I found it has new owners. So I'm listening. I'm not asking. I didn't ask nobody nothing. Talk. New owners. They're gone. He's on his sickbed, deathbed. But God was offering it. He said, I want you to go. See, he'll send you places. He'll send you places to be a light for him. Then he'll give you people to pray for. To offer them salvation. To intercede for them. That they'll give up to God. And they'll yield to the spirit of God. But ultimately, it's our choice. It's our choice. It's our choice. You know how the Bible says... I heard him where well, the Bible didn't say it. The saints sang it. I heard him when he called me. Woo. Called me from uncleanness unto holiness. He called me. Come up the king's highway. Now you got a choice. You can either obey it. You can answer the call or you can say, No, nah, Lord, I just want to keep on out here. But the song says, I heard him when he called me. Call me from uncleanness unto holiness. He called me. Come up the king's highway. You hear the call of God. You feel God tugging at you. You know when God is calling you higher, but it's you that have to say yes, not me. I can't say yes for you. When you hear the call, answer. When you feel the tongue, answer it. Stop running from God. Stop running. Because why, why? Why? Why stop running, Pastor? Because a lot of times we're running from God and run straight to that devil. You think you're having a good time. You think you're getting away. No, you run straight to that devil, straight to his plans to destroy you. And God instead has said, Come back, come back. Don't go there. Don't say that. Don't look at that. Don't do this. That scripture is real. The Lord said, when your ways please me, I'll make even your enemies behave. It could be an enemy in your house. But God said, if your ways please me, I'll make them behave. They won't be able to go nowhere, do nothing. They don't get it. They don't get it. I can't go where I want to go yet. But when God freely loose me, I'm going to let you know something. That's what God told me. He said, your husband ain't going. No, that's your husband. Do you want him? Yes. God set me down one night. He said, okay, this went on. That didn't happen. He said, but it's your choice. He said, I can either help you or you can leave now. I thought about it. I said, no, I want to see your power. Pa- I'm staying. He said, Anna, That's your husband. And he proved God, the Lord Jesus Christ, proved himself to me. And he kept my marriage for 42 years. Because I wasn't looking for nothing. I wasn't no loose woman. Even in situations, I wasn't looking for no. I wasn't, what was I looking for another man for? You are still a man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still going to have to pray. So I might as well stay with the man I got. And let the Lord Jesus help me. And He did. But see, y'all not praying. Cause if you really was praying, the things he said he wouldn't do. See, I, I ain't supposed to be going this far, but yeah, 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 yeah. y'all ain't praying. Y'all don't I'm am t- I'm putting it out there for you. And y'all just sit there. Yay, thank you, Pastor. Come back next Sunday. God God is a God of power. I say the Lord said when your ways please him he will make even your enemies behave and be at peace with you ain't heard it. They, ain't, they didn't hear it. They didn't hear it. Anybody can become an enemy for whatever reason. The enemy can arise in any given situation for whatever reason. But the Lord said, if you do the right living, if you do what's right, if you pray, if you use my name, hello, you make it to service. That's a trick of end. Don't let them get you out of this house. Amen. That's a trick. That's a trick. I don't want to go there no more. I uh-huh, know you don't. Because God is real up in here. Amen. I know you don't. Because the Lord is real up in here. Amen. And you don't want no Jesus for real. Ha! Yeah! Ain't none of that on my paper, but I'm gonna preach by the Holy Ghost, cause I'm talking about the inheritance. We need the Lord, and we need Him. The times we living in, the times we going in, can't you see it? We need the Lord, and we need Him for real. I'm, I'm, I'm sharing what she'll allow me to share with Courtney. Courtney is, is being raised up. And, and, and she had her first prophetic dream with a prophetic date. And what God told her was going to happen on that date, it happened. And so I'm sharing with her. I'm trying to share with her, baby, this is how you do this. And I, and I told her, I said, well, okay, if you hear nothing else I ever say, I said, this, this is something I want to impart to you. I want to give to you. Stay with the word of God. Read your Bible. Read your word. Stay under the word. Now, she's been a dreamer. She's been a dreamer. But, but, but some time back, God did some transitioning and passed some things to her. So now she's at another level. And, 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 and I'm, I'm praying for her. I'm praying for her. You think I'm something? So I'm trying to get her to tone it down just a little. Not a lot. Just a little. Because God is raising up people. See, I'm getting more mature. I'm getting more mature. God raising up people. God raising up people. But guess what? You got to be raised up under the word. This ain't no game up in here. This ain't no showboating up in here. Look at me. Look at what I'm doing. No. This is the work of the Lord. You got to have a right heart for this. Souls are at a state. Somebody better get right. Somebody better get saved. Because you're going to need it. You're going to need it. You're going gonna, to gonna need it. You're going to need it. We come here every Sunday. And I don't know what you're thinking. Pastor Ann, Pastor Ann, Pastor Ann. No, Pastor Ann is here to impart so you can get up. You're supposed to be taking it back to your house. You're supposed to be taking it back to your living. You're supposed to be doing something with it. You're supposed to be growing. So when situations arise in your life, guess what? You can can work the work of the Lord. Work the word. God is real. I said God is real. God is real. The devil thought he had it. Oh, he really thought he had it. And I'm going to say it. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side. I thank God my children know how to pray. Yes, Aaron, Bobby, Daniel, Ava, they know how to pray. Courtney knows how to pray. Thank you, Jesus. They know how to pray. I say they know how to pray. Ralph know how to pray, too. Uh Uh-huh. He's just curious. Thank God curiosity didn't kill the. Come away from there, boy. <laughs> Had to be conditioned for that. Because the devil kept, let it go, let it go. Let it. And the Lord said, Don't you dare. He said, I got you. I got you. I'm gonna give you what you need. I'm gonna give you the strength that you need. Where you can take it, where you can take the forces of, of and, and, and he said, I'm gonna give you what you need. Just keep, he said, because if you let go, if y'all let go. The devil got another plan. So I, we held. I said, Mm-mm, I got the hole. I got the hole. I got to walk humble. I got to suck it up. So Jesus can win. So Jesus can win. Amen. Somebody better get saved. And I mean saved for real. I'll never forget Courtney was in relationships and they thought they was, oh, they thought they was heyday in it. Courtney would come and said, Mama, what this mean? I had a dream. And we'd talk about it and she gone back. She'd come back, Mama, I had a dream. What this mean? And she'd always catch them. And they was like, What? How you know? She ain't saying what? Because Jesus was telling her. I said, Somebody better get saved. Because you're going to need Jesus. You're going to need the real. Mm-hmm. You're going to need the real Jesus. Yeah. Y'all ain't ready for that. I ain't going now. That's deep. Huh. Anyway, somebody better get saved. What it say? Psalms. What it say? Psalms 47 and 4. He shall choose our inheritance for us. The excellency of Jacob. I'm soon to close because we got to get out of here. The Lord is the portion of our inheritance. God himself chooses our inheritance for us. What is it, Lord? It is the excellency of Jacob. What is that, Lord? It is the setting up of God's sanctuary within the midst of his people. God's sanctuary is his dwelling place. Do you know what that means? When God sets up, that's your inheritance. Say this. Say, my inheritance, my inheritance has, a has a name. It's called, it called the excellency, the excellency of, Jacob. of Jacob. Say, but the inheritance is but the, inheritance the sanctuary, of God. sanctuary of God. Seated in the midst of me. His san- Do you know what that means to have God's sanctuary in the midst of you? Put your hand on your heart. Say his sanctuary, his sanctuary. is in the midst of me. Of me. of me. of me. That means you're able to pour from the Lord what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're able to pour from God what you need. When you need it. And he says, I offer it to every nation, black, white, Asian, come on, come on, all nationalities of people, all nationalities of people. God said, I'm offering my sanctuary to you. So when you need something, it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. And uh -uh, uh uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's not hardly that God takes 20 years to answer you. Let me get that straight. I felt you. Nope, something. If it's taking God that long, he would have at least said, not yet. Uh Oh, I've been praying for 20 years and I haven't heard, uh uh-uh, something wrong. Go back. Go back, clean up something, clean up something, something's wrong. If it's taking God 20 years to answer you, something is wrong. Because he will at least say, not yet. Hold on. Or you start to, it starts to come up out of your spirit from the Lord. And you begin what is called intercessory prayer. And you begin from your spirit man. By God's spirit in your spirit to call those things which be not as though they were until it manifest. What does that mean? When you pray, it comes up and it comes up and you just keep saying that you're saying the same thing over and over. And then eventually he'll add a word. Then he'll add a word. But what you're really doing, you're really interceding. You see how eagles sit on their eggs and and birds sit on their nests until they keep them warm, until the little birdies hatch out. Well, you're sitting on that prayer. And you' nursing it as you pray over it in the Holy Spirit, until it begins to crack through till the entirety of the prayer come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you have to do. And sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes time. A prayer is not answered the moment you pray. It might be a yes from God, but the manifestation might take a minute. So that's why you got to stay under the word, in the word, in prayer, uh, rejoicing, praising God, keeping your faith up. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the. got to Keep praying until the full manifestation comes. And when the winds blow, you'll still have to keep. Yeah, and that's why when people would come up to me and say, well, how is this doing? How? And I would say, yeah. I said, yeah. I said, you know, they did some stuff, but they lied. I said, yeah, they did some things, but they lied. And the Lord reminded me from his word. He said, a liar won't tarry in my sight a lie won't stand in the kingdom of God and so I began to quote the scripture I said God said a liar won't tear in his sight and lies won't stand up in the kingdom of God the, the revelation said all liars going to hell I began to quote as the word came up I began to quote the word I said yeah I didn't lie I said they did some stuff that they shouldn't have did but they lied and they're not God But they pretended to be God. We're gonna give you a punishment. We're gonna give you a sentence. And God said, not so, devil. You a lie. How are you gonna sentence somebody and give somebody a punishment and you in deep sin yourself? You better be careful judging folk. How you going to nail a coffin, the nail in the coffin to, to bury somebody alive, and you in deep sin yourself? How the pot going to call the cattle? See, God will let you know your rights, too. See, you got rights in the word. You got rights as a kingdom child. And when you study the word, that's why you got to stay in the word. Stay in the word. Stay in the word. It's the word, the word, the word. Why? Because you're going to learn it all from the word. Yeah. You're going to learn it from the word. You're going to learn it from the word. Sickness come. I do like everybody else I get that all I get my declarations and I pray and I pray and I pray and I pray and I get up and I move and I do in the name of Jesus and I tell that devil you a lie my life ain't over God got me here for a reason I already know my time I know my date and you can't do nothing until then you can't do nothing devil. I anoint the area where I'm hurting. I anoint the area where I'm sick. Hello? I get off that phone. I get off that TV. Come on here. And I begin to quote the word and pray. I pray in the spirit. That means speaking in tongues through the Holy Ghost. You need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. And you need to know you got it. That you got it like the Bible say. I ain't talking about think you got it. And I pray through. Just like everybody else. Because why? It's strengthening me. It's teaching me something. It's teaching me something. Just like God trying to teach you something. But you keep saying, no, I don't want to learn today. Not today. Not. If not today, when? Jesus said, here I stand, won't you please take my hand? But you say, tomorrow, I'll choose the Lord tomorrow, better choose the Lord today for tomorrow might very well be too late jesus said i am he who supplies all your needs." and you said too might be just too late give the lord a hand praise